You are now tuned into the Center Stage Podcast. Intended for musicians and music lovers alike, these are music conversations coming out of our world and meeting yours. I'm your host, AJ Valson, and thank you so much for tuning into the Center Stage Podcast, brought to you by Center Stage Music Center. Welcome to the world of CS. We've got so much to share with you. To kick things off in our pilot episode for the CS podcast, we want to get into who we are and what we do at Center Stage Music Center. We picked this time of year to begin sharing all of our stories because 2019 has been an eventful year here and we're only halfway through. I had a conversation with the founder and director of CS, Veronica McCormick, that we're going to play right now. Veronica's passion for music goes all the way back to her childhood. A lot of these stories we talked about, so let's take a listen to some of them now. Center Stage has been in business since 2011, right? Yeah. Awesome. So you started it in your mid-20s. Yes, I did. But let's take it back. What are the stories that built the decision to start a business? My story is a quintessential immigrant story. I was born in Ecuador. Um, I came to New York when I was only two years old. And um, we, we lived in an apartment in Flushing, New York. And you know we lived a, we lived a close life between me and my sister, my brother, and my parents. It was a one bedroom apartment, and we made it work up until I was eighteen years old. And my my dad was an accountant, and and now he's a waiter. Um, and my mom was a social worker back in Ecuador, and now she's a housekeeper. They've taught me that no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, you just have to work hard for what you have. So I once they were able to support my dream, I knew I couldn't let them down and I knew I just had to like, I had this vision for it and I knew I just had to work really hard to make it happen. That really shaped the way um, my entire life has been just because being an immigrant in, in America is definitely teaches you a certain work ethic and just gets you used to the certain mindset of everything is a hustle. So. It's no longer a surprise once it does happen, you know what I mean? I remember it, you know, all these little things about it, wanting to be a musician and, you know, I remember when I first wanted music lessons, my mom was like, you know, we went to the spot in, in Flushing and, and it was, um, I took two lessons there and I remember the teacher saying, well, you know, um, do you have a piano yet? And I was like, of course not, because we don't have space in our apartment. And he was, he said, well, you know, if you really want to continue this, you're going to have to get an upright. So I looked at my mom and my mom was like, well, you know, that's definitely not going to happen. So we definitely stopped lessons there right. and we, we uh, ended up getting a, a, a freelance teacher and he was really amazing. Um, and he ended up actually giving me like this little keyboard that didn't even have weighted keys. And um, I remember towards um, while he was teaching me, I had told him I wanted to play for Elise. And he was like, well, this you're going to need an 88 keyboard, but let's make it work. And we made it work. And I, he actually stopped giving me lessons before um, I finished the piece. And I ended up teaching myself the last half of Elise. But um, like I said, we make things work. And that's just how life has been. Um, fitting an upright piano in my apartment was definitely not a thing that was going to happen. Do you come from a musical background or is music something that you kind of just found on your own and latched onto it with the lessons and such? No, actually I don't come from a musical background. Nobody in my family plays music, plays an instrument or, or is a musician. Um, nobody in my immediate family. I, I then realized that some of my cousins were musicians from on my dad's side, but I never knew that until later on in life, until I was in my 20s. Um, also, again, we're, you know, never met them either. 
because we were in, in America and they were in Ecuador and we, right. we couldn't really travel. Um, so it was completely new. Completely new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So telling my parents that I wanted to be a musician or get into music was something that was completely out of left field for them. Mm -hmm. um, some, you know, in, in Ecuador or in Latin American countries, mu music is not something that you take up as a career, it's more as a hobby. Which is interesting because I find Latin American cultures, the most memorable parts are the music. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, um, you know, you they don't really make a living out of being a musician. Yeah. So, so you have to look at, look towards other, other careers and, um, so when I told my father that I wanted to be a musician, I remember him saying, you know, I told him I wanted to pick up music as, as a career and I wanted to go to college for it. He's, he looked at me, he's like, well, if that's what you want to do, well, you have to double major because you're definitely not going to go to school just for music. And it's not that he didn't believe in me or didn't believe in my talents, just the fact that he want, he he never thought of that as a career. It's unknown. Right, exactly. So I looked at him and I was like, all right, I'll take up psychology, no problem. Of course, I have a huge interest in how you know our minds work and, and I love working with kids and things like that. So, But I definitely, when he told me that, I definitely looked at him and I said, I guarantee you I will make more money in music. I started Queens College there it was I was probably there was probably only three uh, Spanish people there you know so and and I remember my professor saying well why do you want to learn Western music Miss Sanchez you know what I mean as far as like why would I ever want to learn something that's not Latin music right you know what I mean so I and I ended up graduating before any of my friends right. um, which was pretty awesome yeah um, and I remember they came in with like all this experience of, of going to high schools that had given them already prepped them with theory and my high school never did that. Um, so, and I came in from a transfer school and I went right back to theory one, you know what I mean? And I worked my way up and it was just like, I was in school from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. every single day. Um, so that was intimidating to know that like everybody around me wasn't, wasn't from where I came from, didn't have the stories that I had. But I was able to do it. And then um, going same thing with going into like a teaching experience where I had never done it before and I was up against people that had already graduated. Um, I felt like I just needed to pour my heart into these kids and pour my heart into what I was doing like I did for school and it would work and it did. So what are the other stories as a musician that helped shape you in addition to the lessons that you got? So I actually, it actually all began with with attending a church. Okay. Um, we used to go to the Spanish church in Flushing, and it, it was it was the most amazing experience because that's where every, that's where everything happened. Um, they were the ones that gave me the, my first opportunities to be a musician. I had started lessons prior to actually playing in church, but. I remember my pastor one day saying, well, we need a pianist, and I know you take piano lessons or took piano lessons, so why don't you just get up on stage and, and do something? Right. And I was extremely scared. I was like, okay. So I went up on stage, and I was like, okay, so where's my music? And then he looks at me, and he's like, you don't have music? And all these musicians that were on stage with me are just like, they're not professionally trained um, but they can play so well and they and you know the, the way church was done back in the day was they just start singing and you just have to jump in and you have to be able to figure it out yep. so I'm over here thinking like oh I know what I'm doing and I definitely don't know what I'm doing and I had 
the guitar player screaming at the chords at me and I was just like completely lost so because of that and I was so scared I just used to like put the volume all the way down and make pretend I was playing until like maybe a year later that I finally felt confident enough to like actually play. Wow so it took you a year process to get used to get like Basically improvising. Yeah, improvising. Yeah, it's a completely okay. different experience from, you know, you go into classical, you, I was doing classical training and then going into that scene was completely different. But it was such a blessing because that was the way I grew the most and I felt like I, I was, I became more, um, um, I became more um, diverse and I was able to do more more things with music and I would, I was joined a band I was joined a Christian band while I was there separate from my church and I remember me just like being doing gigs and me just saying like oh my god this is what I want to do for the rest of my life there's nothing else that I want but this and I remember completely falling in love with with music and just and I wanted to learn everything about it so I knew I didn't want to be a classical musician at that point but I knew I wanted to learn everything about this thing called music and I wanted to be able to share it one way or another so that's when I, I decided to make music a career. Veronica you've been a musician up until the time you were 20 something by this point by way of lessons by way of playing in churches bands and things of that nature but where do kids fall along the way in your passion for teaching them? Alright, so I went to college, I went to, um, I went to two colleges, I went to City College, then I transferred over to Queens, um, and I, I met a lot of cool people there, and one of the girls that I met there, she said, hey, you know, I know there's, there's a spot that needs a, um, a piano teacher, and, um, why don't you, why don't you take that gig, and I said, okay, well, I could give it a try, so I went in, I, um, I remember my first day there, I was, I was so nervous, and I was like, okay, I could definitely do this, and I actually really loved it, I, um, the kids were really amazing, and just to see you, uh, just to, just to be able to share my love for for music was an amazing thing, and I had never felt that before. The way I felt it by giving lessons, um, and being able to inspire the the students just by playing in front of them or by telling them a story that playing, um, telling them a story about me playing somewhere, they were like, "Oh, that's so cool," and things like that. Um, but I really felt that they inspired me the most, and that's how. Um, I was able to get really good results, and um, I was like, okay, I'm really good at this. Let me let me keep doing this, and I started teaching uh, for seven years before I opened up CS. Did you teach at all or have any interaction with kids prior to that? No. Nothing whatsoever? No. And you just jumped in and you loved <laughs> just it? just jumped in, loved it. It was my cousin who was able to get me a few families here who I started teaching uh, my cousin's friends, and I had a good five families that I was teaching in Carl Place. And um, it's a nearby community. Oh, these are the students you were teaching before? Yes, these are the students that I was teaching before. before. Okay. So um, I knew my brother one day was like, hey guys, you know, I really would like to invest in a business. Like, what do you guys think? And I said, well, I have a perfect business for you. And he was like, okay, well, write a, give me a business plan and, and, and I'll take a look into it. So then I, I got my sister on board and I told sister, come on, we got to make this happen. I shared the vision with her. And she said, okay, let's put this together. And then we shared it with my brother. My sister ended up finding this spot um, in Westbury. And we went ahead, we met the property owner was graceful enough to give us a chance. And I realized that now because um, I can see how hard it is to find a really, a really good spot. And we were just blessed to find one pretty quickly. And then, um, yeah, we, we started in 2011. And, and um, from there on, I remember the first month we ended up with 50 students. And it was really great. And I can't say enough good things about this community and about... Westbury and how much they've supported 
our vision and how much they've supported everything we do here at Center Stage. When I when I came to this community, I had no idea what the community. I honestly didn't didn't think about it. You know what I mean? I just knew I wanted to share like what I wanted to build this platform for kids and I wanted to build this platform for emerging musicians. I didn't care, you know, where it was or what challenges I was going to go up against. I just wanted a, a awesome location and I wanted to work in a tight community and I just wanted to make this happen. You know, build this platform for for people that were hungry for music and hungry to be educated and um and I wanted to build an awesome team and I had this whole vision for it. So coming into a community where I had never grown up in or I had never uh, experienced the things that, that our kids experience here, um, I didn't think of all those things. I just thought like, I'm gonna pour my heart into this and it's gonna work. Awesome. So Westbury, really great community. Um, me being one of the teachers here, I've definitely experienced that, seeing all the great families that come here. Um, let's talk about more of what you've built on the administrative side of things, the team that you've built around here, the concept that you carry as far as like what we're bringing to the students. And, you know, of course, this is going to lend into your stories, but let's talk about that a little bit more. So center stage, I I really I wanted a platform where students can come in and do anything they they wanted to do. They could be classical musicians, they could be rock musicians, and they could be both all at the same time. You know, when I was growing up, I always had to choose one, either one. There was never a place that I you know if I if I went into a certain academy, I felt like you know if I wanted to play chords, it was out of place. Or if I went into a different school, I felt like if I just wanted to get really into um, doing Nismo or doing classical music it was a little bit out of place so I definitely wanted a spot I wanted to build a place where kids would be able to do both and feel comfortable doing both and didn't and didn't feel out of place for that so I knew that would take a certain certain type of team a team that would be well-rounded it took a certain type of teacher to understand that mentality and it took a certain type of um, a lesson to to be able to balance both of those worlds you know the classical world and the gigging world with rock and, and, and any type of music that they wanted to do. So in the process of building center stage, one of one of the best things that I've had to do is to meet all these amazing musicians and to be able to to give them the opportunity to share their passion and to give them a platform for that has been awesome. Most of our teachers are gigging musicians. They're all working on creative projects, whether it's in a band, whether it's a musical theater, whether they're composing, whether they're they're gigging, they're touring, whatever the case is, they're bringing real life situations to their music lessons. And there's something to say about that. You know, it's different. The vibe is different. The, what you feel, how you, you know, you can, you can ask a teacher, well, I have the song, I just wrote the song. How do I do this with it? Like, what did you do to make this happen? You know, there's a totally different vibe. And that's finding, like, every time I find a teacher, it's like I find a gem. You know what I mean? I find, like, I'm, fi I'm finding talent at for with our students, but I definitely feel like we find talent with our teachers. It's like, as far as recruiting the right person to teach here. Um, and it's it's amazing. And every time we, we meet somebody, they're just so full of creativity and so full of ama amazing ideas that you we really feed off of each other and the vibe here with our staff. I mean, we all love each other and it's like a big family. Right, and that's the great thing about this podcast that we've started for Center Stage is the fact that there have been 
teachers, both ones that work here right now and ones that have worked here that have done really great things. And that's what we're going to talk about as early as the next episode. So for those of you who are listening, please stay tuned for that because we have some really cool stories to share with you. And that's just a tribute to the great team that we have here at CS. Yeah, we've had teachers who have collaborated with artists that have had Grammy Awards, have won Grammy Awards. It's just amazing. And they're so modest and humble about it that unless we, we, you know, you would never, you would never know because they're just so awesome. And that includes students as well, because I remember from the first time I got here, I started learning about musicians that used to take lessons here that are doing very large scale projects and are making an impact in the communities that they want to, which is incredible. And we're also going to be talking about that for those of you who are listening. We're going to share with you this world that we have created and we want you to be a part of it and we want you to feel like yourself in it. It's part of the mentality of what we have here at Center Stage. A lot of times parents ask us, well, you know, to please tell me what I should invest in. Like, I, I don't want to make a big investment first. And, and we want to be that place where it's like, okay, let's let's um figure out different ways and to, you know, to inspire, to make things work and, and stuff So like in that. your mind, as a businesswoman, as somebody who's created a music school uh, for families in the area, your MO is to never shy anyone away from an opportunity as far as music is concerned. Absolutely. You know, you start off small and you, you get there. And there's space for everyone here. There's the space for every type of creativity here. And that's I think that's super important. There's always perfect scenarios for sure, but you have to make things work. And, and I feel like the students that don't have those perfect scenarios sometimes are the ones that work the hardest because they have to earn it. Because when there's a will, there's a way. this over the what is close to eight years with family obviously your immediate family which you've talked about so much and then your own family yes. you're married you have a daughter as of last august right yeah all of this is in play yeah all of this in play as you're going on what can you we've already recorded something about this and i'm excited to share that but what can you say to that work-life balance because people are hearing your story and how the center stage concept was founded and again this is the amazing thing about a platform like this is we're able to reach a lot more people by just sharing these stories so what can you say about the work-life balance as far as including everything into what have you what you have created here and still making it work still making it run still keeping everybody happy because you know you have another person to keep happy now <laughs> it's been insane um the first five years of, of center stage was just center stage it was it was super hard um it was center stage in a day in day out that's it that was that was all there was you know i was i was learning i was creating the entire time and i completely dove into it um but you know towards the end of those five years i i i'm realized that i needed to have a better balance um i met this amazing man towards the beginning of center stage that has had um amazing patience with my creative process with center stage and has been there since day one um and you know we got married uh three years ago shout out billy <laughs> yes my husband we have an amazing relationship and he's been i i you know everything he's done for center stage two he's he's just an amazing creative person as well um and now we have a baby so balancing life has 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 been something that i have had to learn um especially when i got married you know giving my time to my family and setting apart that time and i've just been the best way to describe that is just to be present 
present wherever you are. So if you are, if I'm at center stage for eight hours of the day, I am at center stage and I am present. Mm -hmm. You know, um, once you're out, you're once out. I'm out. To a certain point, because yeah. that's impossible as a business owner. Oh, yeah. But once I am home, I try to be home as much as possible, especially with the baby with Scarlett. Mm -hmm. um, but that's something that I have learned, you know. And it, and it does. It also takes an amazing person next to you to understand a, an entrepreneur's life and an entrepreneur's mindset. Mm -hmm. And he's amazing at that. And my, you know, having Scarlett, and again, my backbone, my family, who has been so supportive and who has helped me so much with the baby and has helped me learn how to balance this because it was a, a completely life change once we had Scarlett and it's been amazing. And, right. you know, it's been it's been something. But it also has helped me shape this new process in center stage because and now I'm a mother. Now I can see things from a different angle. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, really, it's really great, especially with new programs that were coming out. It yep. has really helped me shape that. Yep. I'm really excited to drop that episode where we just talk about that exclusively. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think that it's so important, especially the cultural narrative of today. Yep. Um, you being in the position that you are, having the support cast that you have, having the stories that you have, I think it's super important. And there's a new plot line, a new story. Yes, there is. I honestly feel like I am living an American dream. I have a, a thriving business here. Um, I have a home. I have an amazing husband, an amazing family, and I have a beautiful daughter. And now the big news today is that we are going to open up our second location for Center Stage. Awesome. And we're super, super excited. I mean, we've been waiting for this since, like, four years now. We've been scouting places, scouting um, neighborhoods and things like that. And it's it's really bringing about the vision uh, that we've had from set for Center Stage from day one. We see Center Stage, it's all about music, it's all about education, and it's, it's really bringing this platform to different communities. And music is therapeutic. Music is something that has helped me in my life. It's something that has, it has given me drive. Like, I don't find myself being this way if I was doing anything else, you know? And and, I, and, I, and to be able to bring that to a different community and to be able to bring that to a, a, the next generation in a different community is such a blessing. Mass Week Park and Mass Week in general is just such a beautiful community. I actually attend a church there called Centerpoint, and I love it. Um, so I, 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 f I frequently go there to eat. I love the stores there, and up and coming. It's an up and coming neighborhood, and it's beautiful. And so far, all the things that we've done there has they, everybody has been so welcoming and and so so great. So I'm really excited about this. Every time we go there to do something, I feel so energized and I feel so like confirmed that this is where we're supposed to be next. And I'm really really excited about it. I want to just thank everybody for making this dream work. I want to thank our staff. Our staff has been amazing, and I'm really happy and looking forward to bringing the second location. And I want to mostly thank the Westburyans here who have who have really caught on to our concept and, and now we're going to bring it to Massive Eagle Park and I'm super excited. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into the CS Podcast. This pilot episode was dedicated to the stories that make Center Stage what it is today with a second location on the way as of this recording date. Before you head out, we do want to make you aware of our show notes in your preferred podcast platform, which give you links to everything we reference here, from our magazine to our blog as well as our social media links. Additionally, we have enabled listener support for those who want to take a step further in supporting our creative process whenever we're not teaching all of our amazing students. Simply leaving a podcast review goes a long way if you enjoy what you hear. We appreciate you considering and once again listening. Catch you on the next episode.